My marketing strategy was literally just post on Instagram every day and tell people that I have something they can buy from me. It really, really was that simple. So if you have been sold the lie that the only way to succeed to sell your scalable offer is to have a massive audience and to be showing up in five different marketing channels and to have the exact right price and use this very specific platform and have this hyper-produced, super-polished product, that is simply not true. Hey there, and welcome to The Bad Therapist Show, the podcast for current and aspiring private practice therapists who want to earn more money, work less, and have a way bigger impact. I'm your host, Felicia, The Bad Therapist, former goody-goody therapist turned six-figure private practice owner and therapist business coach. I'm here to help you learn everything you need to know about private practice and expanding beyond the one-to-one model so you can earn more money and increase your impact as a therapist without burning out or hustling. Using my proven liberated business method, therapists at all stages of business have been able to grow their income while becoming even better therapists. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. It's time for you to get your time back and enjoy being a therapist again. You ready? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to The Bad Therapist Show. I'm your host, Felicia, The Bad Therapist. Lately on the show, we've been talking about all things scalable offers, why they're so important to therapists, why we're so uniquely suited to create them, and the best practices for how to get started. Today, I'm going to be talking about why some launches don't work and some do. I'll also share my top tips for a successful launch. Let's get into it. So what does it even mean for a launch to work or not work? Usually when people say that a launch failed, it's because they didn't sell as many spots as they wanted to, or they didn't make as much money as they had hoped for. They may have felt really vulnerable in their marketing, even if they weren't sharing really personal information, just the fact that they were showing up in a public space marketing their offer basically saying, hey, I'm here, I have something valuable to share, I'm proud of this, look at me, you should buy this from me, that can feel incredibly vulnerable, especially if this is new. It can be a huge hit to the ego, and it can be really, really hard to recover from. Maybe you've even felt it before yourself. If you've ever created an offer before without support or without a container and had a launch fail, it can be really daunting because in the end, you're left on your own trying to figure out what to do. So do you just scrap it? Was the problem the pricing? Did you pick the wrong course hosting program? Did you talk about it too much and were you annoying? Or did you actually not talk about it enough? Should you forget the whole thing and just stick with your therapy work because creating a scalable offer just isn't for you, you can be racked with all these questions and literally not know what to do next. And a lot of times when therapists encounter this, trying to sell their offers, they won't make another attempt for months or years or maybe ever because they just aren't sure what went wrong and they're not sure how to approach it the next time. So if you have experienced a so-called failed launch before, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and this moment can be so rough and so disorienting. 
If this feeling of disappointment happens to be alive for you right now, then I would actually really recommend that you check out episode nine of the podcast because it's all about how to move through that feeling of disappointment. And it's a little tender loving care for you if your heart is needing um, just some support right now because I do understand how rough that can be. With that said, now I want to move into breaking down exactly what wasn't working about your launch and what you can do differently. And if you've never launched a scalable offer before, then this episode is going to be gold. Either way, make sure to save this episode so you can come back to it anytime you're launching to really give you the support you need and get you in the right mindset to be able to do this. So the first thing that was not right about the launch is that you didn't have a plan or your plan was way too complicated and overwhelming. So launches, unfortunately, end up typically being extreme in one of those directions. You're either totally winging it, no timeline, no plan. Some days you're showing up and working on it or marketing it, and other days you're just not at all. And I've talked with therapists who have taken years to create and sell offers because of this on and off again pattern. Meanwhile, there's this amazing idea that could literally change lives and it's just like sitting unused in Canva or somewhere on their computer. Or the opposite side of the spectrum is you downloaded someone's free content calendar online and you tried to follow it, but you have no idea whether it's working or not because you're doing 15 different things at once and you don't actually know which one of them is moving the needle. And honestly, you can't even follow this 15-step process anyway, so you figure that if you can't do this, then selling and creating this online program or course, whatever your scalable offer is, just isn't for you. If you can't do this, then this must not be for you. Or you just need to wait till you have more time so you can perfectly follow this 15-step supposedly simple process. Here is the truth. It absolutely does not need to be this way. Though at this point, marketing for my business is very robust and very multifaceted, it did not start that way. I sold Liberated Business for the first time with a teeny tiny audience and a super simple marketing strategy. Honestly, my marketing strategy was literally just post on Instagram every day and tell people that I have something they can buy from me. It really, really was that simple. So if you have been sold the lie that the only way to succeed to sell your scalable offer is to have a massive audience and to be showing up in five different marketing channels and to have the exact right price and use this very specific platform and have this hyper-produced, super-polished product, that is simply not true. Yes, a large audience does help. More experience with marketing does help, but these are not the determining factors in terms of whether or not you can have success. And using the simple marketing strategy that I will teach you actually helps you achieve all these goals over time while also saving you from burnout and overwhelm along the way. A member from the last round of scalable offers for therapists, her name is Julia, she developed a scalable offer during her time in the program and sold it out during the second time that she ran it. She kept her marketing simple the entire way, and she didn't get bogged down in the details of her offer. She took action, learned from the process, and kept on repeating it until she nailed it. And again, she sold out her offer the second time she ran it. 
The temptation when you're launching your scalable offer is often to throw everything you have at it and do tons of marketing, but that only works if you can actually sustain it. And most of us can't, especially starting out. We need to have systems in place to support that level of marketing. And for those of us who are just getting started, marketing in and of itself is going to bring up so much stuff. So we need to also leave time for ourselves to do the work and tend to the parts of us that are going to get activated in this process. And I'll talk about that a bit later. But I would much rather have you focus on a super simple marketing strategy than go all in trying to do 15 different things at once. All right, the next thing that was not going well about your launch is that you didn't master sales or appreciate your potential client's purchasing journey. I'm going to break down what I mean by that. You know every step of the journey you've been on. You know how long it took for you to develop the concepts that are a part of your scalable offer. You know what you went through to learn them personally and how much you worked on to put them into practice. You made every element of your offer. This may have taken hours of scripting and recording and re-recording, doing tons of research into the best platform to host your offer. By the way, if you do join Scalable Offers for Therapists, that will not be you. But if you have done this on your own before, there is a possibility that that has been your journey. You may have had to deal with your partner not getting why you're doing this when you could just be seeing another therapy client. You got the courage to post online, but then you are bombarded with a sea of happy, wealthy therapists with easy lives, and that sends you into an emotional tailspin for the rest of the day. But despite all of these things, you show up anyway, and you market your offer. So when that person who was thinking of joining your offer tells you it's actually a no, that's it. You have no more energy for this shit, and what the fuck? You dumped dozens of hours into this offer, and then they just don't want it because it starts in a month, but it would work better if it started in two months? Like, it is just crazy making. Okay, so I'm going to say this as gently as possible and with love. That potential client who didn't end up signing up for your offer, they don't owe you shit, actually. And they should not sign up for your offer because of all of the things that you did in order to create it. I know that's really hard to hear because in those moments, you are so aware of how much time and energy and effort and blood and sweat and tears and emotional stuff that went into making this offer. But that has nothing to do with why a potential client should actually purchase from you. But your emotions and your experience do matter and you do absolutely need a soft place to land, a place to take those feelings. And this is yet another reason why having support is so important because these moments will happen. And when they do happen, you need someone who can look at you and say, I see you. I saw how challenging that was for you. I saw how you pushed your edges, how brave and vulnerable you were. And you did so good. Really, you did. And honestly, this is total bullshit. And it is, in fact, so annoying. People don't get how great you are and how great your offer is. And this doesn't say anything about the value of what you're offering. You also then need that person to say, now what are we going to do about this? Let's think through this and come up with a plan. The thing that a lot of therapists get wrong is that they're so focused on how much work they're putting in and they don't have a place where that's being appreciated. And so when they get rejected by a potential client, they totally crumble and they're just out for the count. 
And what they're not realizing and what you may have not realized is that client is on their own purchasing journey. And the fact that you may have spent a dozen hours in a rabbit hole on YouTube trying to figure out the best lighting for online courses has no bearing in whether or not that person should sign up for your course. And this has been one of the biggest shifts for me in entrepreneurship. I have learned to appreciate that people who are buying from me are buying because they want what I have. And it's actually my job and my responsibility to communicate the value of my offer and help them move through the purchasing process. If I'm not doing that effectively in my marketing and in my sales, then I don't deserve their sale just because I made the course. And I know that that can sound really harsh, but it is the truth. And understanding this actually helped me take rejection less personally. And instead, it starts to feel a bit more like a puzzle. If I am still totally sold on my offer, if I still believe that this is world-changing, that people need to have this experience, then my attention shifts to where do I need to get better at communicating that? Where might people not be seeing that yet? And how can I step up or shift so that that is being made clear? And so it's not so much about having the exact right branding or the exact right website. It really focuses more on how do I communicate this effectively? And yes, branding may help, but that's not the linchpin in why your launch does or doesn't work. Having the exact right email sequence isn't the linchpin in how this does or doesn't work. When a launch fails, we often tend to think, oh, I need to be doing something radically differently. I was on Instagram talking about this for a week and no one bought, so maybe I need to be on TikTok or maybe social media is dead and I need to do email marketing or maybe that's dead too and I need to invest thousands of dollars in a brand new website. And again, it may be the case that TikTok is a great place for you to be showing up or it may be the case that rejuvenating your website could be a really great move. But that is often not what ultimately is going to move the needle. Honestly, all of the best website branding, all of that is not going to make a huge difference if you personally don't understand how to sell your offer. And really the best way to learn how to do that is through trial and error and practice. And you will also learn more from the process by sticking with your marketing plan rather than constantly switching from one thing to another. And this is definitely something you've heard me talk about before. I'll come back around to this concept a little bit later in this episode. I'm not saying that by understanding that your potential client is on a their own purchasing journey that all of your negative emotions or disappointment or sadness will go away in the process, but It will help you understand and appreciate that ultimately this isn't about you. It's not about your offer being good or bad. It's just a matter of you learning a new skill set around marketing and sales that you probably haven't developed before. And that's totally normal (laughs) that you'd be in the process of developing it. But you will need to have a place and a process to take the feelings and experiences you're having when you are feeling hurt or rejected. So you don't end up tail spinning and doing something weird in your business that actually makes things worse. So the next thing that messed up your launch is that you didn't have a mindset practice. You've heard me say it before that being an entrepreneur is one of the most spiritually activating choices that you can make. I'd say in many ways, it's even more intense than therapy grad school. At least it's felt that way for me. Any insecurity that you have is going to get activated by stepping into entrepreneurship. Do you feel like you're always giving more than you're receiving? Well, you're going to get to work on that. 
Do you have fears of taking up space and being looked at? Hello, marketing. Constantly worried about getting it wrong? You're probably going to have to deal with a disgruntled client at some point. You need a place to put all of these thoughts and feelings so that they don't overwhelm or derail you or get pushed down, causing you to get sick or go into some form of self-sabotage. And this is why every single person who comes to work with me learns and practices mindset work, because without it, you are just going to be struggling. To be totally honest, mindset work is simply not optional when you're running these kinds of businesses. You need a format and a way to process your feelings and hold them. And if you don't, it is going to bite you in the butt. So if you don't already have a mindset practice that you are doing regularly or a set of tools that you know how to use, I highly recommend that you join Healing Money and take advantage of the totally free course that I have in there called Daily Mindset. It's a great way to get started, to learn a whole set of mindset practices that you can implement and to come up with your own special arrangement that really works for you. Like I said, it's in my free Facebook group, Healing Money, totally free. Go check it out. And another really cool thing that you can utilize Healing Money for is you can actually share your mindset work in the group. I'll see it. Other people will see it. And it inspires other people to share. You also often get the sense like you're not alone in this. A lot of other people are feeling what you're feeling. They're going through what you're going through. They have the same challenges, the same fears, the same insecurities. And there's nothing honestly that unique about what you're going through. This is something that I firmly believe is like most humans are just like pretty much normal humans. And even if you do have a unique situation out there, there is someone else out in the world who gets it too. And it is so helpful to be in community with them. So come into Healing Money, hang out totally for free with other badass therapists who are challenging good therapist conditioning. You will find your friends there. So anyway, that's my plug for Mindset Work. Go check it out. Go work on it. And the final reason that your launch didn't work out is, do you want to guess? Is it pricing? Is it that you just had a bad idea, a bad course idea? Is it that people suck, like just everyone sucks? No, it's not any of those things as much as your brain may be telling you that that's true. That is not the reason why your launch didn't work. Your launch didn't work because you didn't have support. And support is what pulls everything together and helps keep you on track so you can actually have the success you want. You are good at this already, I am sure. But there's a reason why therapists also have therapists. There's a reason why coaches also have coaches. The fact is, is that from your perspective, oftentimes you're just a little too close to the situation to have the level of neutrality that you need to make smart decisions. And to be honest, it just feels good to have support. I really like to model in my business that you get to have support just because, just because you're setting a tone in your business that it gets to be a pleasurable business. It gets to be a place where you are deeply supported and where that gets to be the standard. You don't have to be especially great at this in order to deserve support. You don't have to be especially struggling to deserve support. You don't have to be at a certain point in your career, already have a bunch of clients and money. You don't have to be at the very beginning. There is truly no place you could possibly be in your business where you somehow don't really deserve or need support. It gets to be something that you just get to have because you know that your business and your life is better for it. 
And again, having that support in the moments when you're feeling disappointed or you're needing to make a decision and you're grappling with a bunch of different options can make a huge difference. Just having somebody to discuss it with you, someone who's maybe a little bit further along the path than you, who has some experience that could be relevant to what you're going through or shed light on it. Someone who has maybe made some mistakes before can say, hey, don't go down that road. This is what happened for me. I'd suggest this other thing. That can all just save you so much time and pain. And when it comes to getting support, there are so many different ways you can do that. Like I said, totally for free inside of Healing Money, that is a great way for you to get support and to be in community with me and other therapists who are digging into this bad therapist ethos. Very conveniently, if you are currently working on a scalable offer, scalable offers for therapists is coming up this fall from October through November. And it's going to be a great way for you to get support if right now you are looking for ways to scale your business outside of the traditional therapy model. I've said it before on this podcast that you can listen to it as if I'm your coach. Like maybe right now you're not in a position where you can jump into one-on-one coaching or one of my programs, but you can totally listen to this podcast for free and you can approach it as if it's kind of a coaching call between you and I and see what there is from this conversation that you can take and apply to your business. So my point is that there are so many different ways for you to get support regardless of where you're at in your business, what kind of resources you have to devote to getting support. There's really something for you at every single stage. So if there's a certain type of support that you want right now, but you feel is out of reach, find other ways that you can plug in or honestly just ask for what you want. Like if it's with me or another coach that you're interested in working with, Don't be afraid to go to somebody and ask for what you want. You never know what can happen. And sometimes it's great just to get that conversation started. Now I'm going to get into my tips for how to have a successful launch. I've already touched on some of them, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper and reiterate some points here. So the first tip for having a successful launch is to have a plan. And keep it simple. Know when you're showing up, how you're showing up, and this really is going to depend on what phase you're at in terms of your course. Are you just coming up with the idea? Are you actually at the place where you're marketing it? What does your sales process actually look like? Are you in the stage of delivering it? So identify which stage you're at for creating your offer. And again, most therapists tend to get bogged down when it comes to generating the idea and then actually creating the materials. That's where we'll spend tons of time. And I've already talked about, especially in the last episode, why you should move through that part of the process relatively (laughs) relatively quickly. But identify where you're at and make a plan for how you're going to move through it. Keep it simple. Identify when you're going to be focusing on certain tasks, how much time you're going to be devoting to them. Make a checklist if you need to make a checklist. But whatever it may be, create a plan. If you choose to join Scalable Offers for Therapists, you will get a plan. You won't have to create it on your own. We will be working together to actually create a plan that is simple and straightforward for you. The scaffolding of the program is essentially the plan. But if you're on your own, create your own plan and stick with it. If you need to change it in the future, you can, but come up with a plan and stick with it. See how it goes. Get the data from how that went, and you can always make adjustments in the future. 
Very similarly, keep your marketing simple. Show up in one place really, really well, rather than trying to start five new marketing channels all at once. And if you want further resourcing around this, check out episode six of the podcast for guidance around how to choose the right marketing strategy for you. By focusing on just one marketing strategy and just one marketing channel and going all in on it, you will learn so much and you will also be able to identify what is making the difference. Again, if you are marketing in five different channels that you've just started, it's going to be really hard to know what is actually having an impact and what isn't. And it's just going to be really hard to manage. That is a lot to get started with. And even though you are probably so excited and you want to get this out into people's hands and there's a part of you that thinks if I show up everywhere all at once, then I'll get in front of more people. The fact is that you probably won't show up very fully in any one of those places. It will be an overwhelming process and you may burn out. So unless you already have a very robust marketing strategy, by all means, use all the channels you've already got up and going. But if you are newer to marketing, I really wouldn't suggest that you're doing a bunch of new things at once. For instance, in my business at this point, I have an email list. I have a podcast. I have a Facebook group and Instagram. All of those things have been up and running now for many, many months, if not years in my business. And for this launch of scalable offers for therapists, I didn't decide to go start on a whole new channel. But if I did, I would probably use just one of those channels. And I suppose actually thinking about it, I am kind of doing that in a new channel because I'm using these episodes of this podcast during this launch period to really talk about this offer. And so that's new. But I'm not also adding, and then I'm going to show up on TikTok and on all these other channels. It's literally just, okay, I'm going to replay all the marketing strategies that I used the last time, but I'm going to add in one new thing and really work that strategy. And then again, I'll be able to see, did this actually move the needle? Did this make much of a difference? Where do I need to tweak it for next year? So this is really, really helpful in terms of the long-term growth of your business because you can easily identify what is making a difference and what isn't. Plus you avoid overwhelm, which means you will stick with it longer, which also means your business will be more sustainable and have a longer life. All of these things work together so well. So once again, go check out episode six of the podcast for guidance around that. The other thing that's going to make a huge difference in your launch, like I've already said, is doing a daily mindset practice. You need to do this. This is going to make a huge difference. If you've been having trouble showing up for the plan you already have in place, do some mindset work first. Find out what's going on, spend some time, have a place to process it, bring that into healing money if you would like so it can be witnessed by the rest of the group and held with us. And then you will often find that that really kind of greases the wheels and unlocks what had been stuck before. So have that daily mindset practice in place and use it even on days when you're feeling great. You might find that bragging on days when you're already feeling great is so much fun. Or on days that you're feeling not as great, bragging can really boost your mood and actually help shift how you're feeling. And finally, obviously, the thing that will make a huge difference in your launch is having support. And whether this support means you sell more spots or just that you have a better time while you're launching, both of those are perfectly good reasons to have support. 
Having support does not automatically mean that your launch is going to sell out. And I see people on the internet saying essentially this, it's like, follow this process and you will sell this course. And honestly, that's just not true because there are so many different factors. And oftentimes the people who are selling that story are like, yeah, if you do these 50 different things, then you will for sure sell your course. And I'm like, I'm not a person who can do 50 different things at once, especially if they're all new to me. Like that's just not going to work. And so that's not how I teach. I teach a very simple process that you can use over and over and over again, offer after offer after offer and learn from and grow and make it sustainable. And so having that support, whether you hit your sales goals the very first time you launch it, or you just nail a marketing strategy that you feel really, really good in, both of those to me are fantastic outcomes. So you deserve support every step of the way. And for me, that has made a huge difference in how I show up for my business. Okay, I hope you're feeling really fired up about putting all of this into practice in your business. And today I'm really excited to tell you that the waitlist for my mastermind Scalable Offers for Therapists is officially open. In Scalable Offers for Therapists, you will learn a simple process to create, market, and sell your offer in a really intimate setting with loads of support from me. Join the waitlist via the link in the show notes or by visiting my website, thebadtherapist.coach. The cart for scalable offers for therapists will open exclusively to the waitlist on September 12th, and there are only 10 spots available. When you get on the waitlist, you also get a special goodie from me right away for free. I hope to see your names on there, and I cannot wait to see what this round of scalable offers for therapists creates. I'll see you next week on the podcast for more around how to build and sell your own scalable offers. That's all today for The Bad Therapist Show. Thanks so much for hanging with me. I hope you got some gems that you can start using right away in your own business so that you can break out of good therapist conditioning and build the business that you want. If you've gotten something out of this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with one of your good therapist friends who really needs to hear it. And while you're at it, please consider leaving a rating and or review so that we can change not just our individual businesses, but transform the mental health system that got us here in the first place. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week for more private practice and coaching tips. Remember, bad therapists make the best therapists.